Welcome, everybody, to Ignite Agility. Today's guests are Michael Sahoda and Audrey Sahoda of Agilitrix. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Thanks for having us. Collaborative Leadership Team is going to be hosting Michael and Audrey in September for our Certified Agile Leadership Program, otherwise known as Cal One. So today, we're going to ask them to share some information with our audience about this program. I think we're going to start with, what is it? What is Cal? What is Cal One? Yeah, that's a great story. So what happened is, a lot of people like really got a lot of benefit from the Scrum Alliance, from Scrum training, from certified uh, product owner training. And they go, well, this is really great. We love what you do, but it's not working organizations. We've got problems with culture. We've got problems with leadership. We've got problems with organizational change. Like, can you please help us? And the Scrum Alliance did nothing and then nothing. And then finally, a group of people got together and said, hey, well, why don't we create a program to support people, to support how do we create successful agile initiatives? And so the, a, a number of groups work together to create um, this CAL program, which is this high level set of goals. Well, please talk about or, you know, organizational culture and how, what high performance companies really look like. Please talk about leadership and what healthy, good leadership looks like. Please talk about what healthy organizational change looks like. So people have the basic tools they need to be successful with Agile and Scrum in their organizations. So that's the backstory. That's how the whole program is created. And then as an approved educator, you are able to de deliver the program in a manner that you think is the most effective. Can you say a little bit more about your choice there in your format? Yeah, yeah. So the learning objectives in Scrum Alliance are at a very high level. They create a lot of space, which is an amazing design. It's kind of like um, an interface uh, or a way of expecting things. But the insides of every cal are unique. Because the way I teach leadership and what I teach about leadership is based on my leadership journey, my experiences, the models that I use. The way other Cal educators is based on their models, their understanding, and so on. So it's kind of like if you're thinking about a path of a mountain, we're climbing up the mountain of high performance, everyone has their own unique path. And so the path that I've created is based on IP technology that I've created over the last, like, five to 10 years looking at culture, looking at leadership. And it's not that I, I want to create models just because I want to do new stuff, but I've tried to take other people's models wherever I could, wherever I could use them. And I've actually created a lot of extensions, a lot of unique approaches that interweave conscious business, very deep teachings in, around personal growth that create a very unique experience that many people describe as transformational. So oftentimes when people think, oh, like it's a Cal one, Cal ones are the same. No, no, they're very different. And so if somebody's going to come to the Cal One that we're hosting together in September, what can they expect? And, and I believe we have it set up as a two-day program in person. Yeah, so that's, that's a great question. There, I, I'd say what we give people is, I describe it as the Sahota system, that all the different learning modules that we deliver in, in my, my edition, my training, um, is around or I should say Audrey and I, it's actually gotten a lot deeper since she's on the team to bring her deep 20-year background in personal growth and transformation. Uh, we actually take people on a transformational journey to really look at what's, what their beliefs are about how things work, what high performance really is, what high performance leadership looks like, what, what they're trying to create in the world and whether they're actually behaving in ways that align with that. So 
in, in the journey we've created for people, this two-day journey, learning journey, there are three sort of core areas. One is about wisdom and knowledge to give people understandings about how things actually work, models and, and so on, understandings about um, things like, you know, high-performance organizations, leaders build other leaders. It's much more mm -hmm. than leadership or empowering. Wisdom and knowledge, that's the first part. The other pillar is the, the very important tactics and tools, practical things people can do day-to-day -day at their job, in their personal life where they want to show up like a leader, where they want to create extraordinary results. The third pillar is the most important, which is where we have a, I guess I say a unique advantage over, over, over others. We have a very unique value proposition. It's about helping people get the mindset shift they need to be able to utilize the wisdom and the tools. And essentially what we're taking people on is a deconditioning journey. We're so deeply conditioned by the families we grew up in, by the education systems we've been through, by business as usual, by society, that we've actually been deeply conditioned in ways that actually block us from creating high performance, from creating success, from creating other leaders around us. And we actually help people um, go in this, this business of rewiring habits, rewiring uh, habitual behavioral patterns to start that process in the training and give people the way to continue this rewiring process on their own so they can shift and, and really shift how they're showing up as a leader a lot of times people come in thinking about, well, how do I influence others? How do I get other people to do what I want? And they realize that, oh, the secret's actually within me. When I change, when I show up, it changes how I relate to everyone else. It changes to what I say, what I do. And that creates this incredible shift in, in results. Don't you love that when they show up and say, you're going to teach me how to fix everybody else? Yeah. Well, we do that. <laughs> right. And it starts with themselves. Right? And they don't usually expect that answer. Um, let's go the other way. Let's, oh, go ahead. Chances, right? Like, when we take people around, everyone has a choice of what they want to believe. Even though it's a, I, this is kind of the joke, I say, even though it's a certified training, people have full freedom to believe what they want to believe. Right. The only requirement I have that people are in the room and awake. <laughs> and we keep them awake. <laughs> we give yeah, them ways to stay awake. No one's falling asleep yet. I mean, the, the, you know, sometimes because people are going on these very powerful... So, like, our training is not for everyone. I'll just be really clear about that. Our training is for people who are really interested in getting results and who are ready to look at their own... what, what they're playing as, as a leader, right? So it's for those people, and we give those people an incredible shift so when they walk out, they're really seeing the world in very different ways. They're hearing things in different ways. They're interacting in different ways. So it's really not for everyone. So, it, you know, yes, it's incredible. And it's, and it's for people who really want to get results. That's awesome. So if we take it the other way and say, I'm an employer and I heard about Michael Sahoda's Cal, Audrey Sahoda's wonderful. There's this Cal one coming to Minneapolis why, as uh, a leader in an organization, do I pay to send my people? What's in it, you know, for the organization from a return on investment? Sure. So that that's a really easy one. There's, there's a, we have tons of data, like the version one research, the Scrum Alliance reports, that culture is the number one challenge with agile. Right. Everyone can get started with agile, but to get the full benefits to get it really working, culture is the number one challenge with agile, unless. I'll be really clear. Our agile transformation rate in our industry, I'd say that the failure rate is about 80, 90%. It's extraordinarily high. People are not getting the full benefits of agile. This is not new news. It's been going on for five, 10 years. 
what finally is happening is we're giving something in this training to what to do practical step-by-step of what to actually do about it. Maria Mattarelli, who you know is a CST, with her summary of our training, because even going back, this is the one-year-old version. It keeps on, our training keeps on evolving and, and, and getting much deeper, much more powerful. But even, even like a year and a half ago, she said, wow, this helps people overcome 90% of the challenges of agile transformations. So wow. people do this and they want to overcome 90% of the common challenges of agile transformations, cut through resistance, create influence, get people on board, work in challenging cultures and create thriving uh, successful culture bubbles within that. This is like we do, we've, we've unlocked the secret sauce for how to unlock agile in organizations. And then when you start talking about who's coming, I know uh, the organizations we work with are all across the board. Like we're working with a small consultancy that's about 50 people versus an organization that has 8,000 employees, right? So in uh, looking at who is Cal One right for, what are your thoughts there? Mm-hmm. Yeah, so uh, we've trained almost 1,000 leaders through this program worldwide. And can you say more about, you know, leaders? Is it, yeah. at, you know, at a specific level? Yeah, I'm going to say that. So just to be clear, the, the core groups are usually like managers, executives, coaches, scrum masters, HR people, all what we've seen people from all roles come through this and get extraordinary benefits, whether they're interested in teal organizations and reinventing organizations and new ways of working, whether they're interested in digital whether it's in trying to make DevOps work, whether it's about agile, whether it's about creating innovation culture, all these people come through and found extraordinary value. And now people go, well, will it work at my company? We've done our training all over the world. And this people are getting the same benefits all over the world with this training. And, and from all different sizes of companies, public sector, private sector, small companies, big companies. And there's a reason why. I mean, it sounds like almost too good to be true, but like that that this could be that powerful, but it turns out we're getting to the core of agile, which is about people mm-hmm. or about culture, which is about people. Mm-hmm. We're touching this, this thing, this human element that's there as a unifying theme for how we look at culture, how we look at leadership, how we look at organizational change, because we have this common element of human beings of people. It's, it's applicable to everybody, regardless of their level in the organization regardless of their role, regardless of what part of the world they're in, regardless of what kind of industry or company size. Audrey, do you have anything to add? Um, What we do is we take modern psychology and we take uh, some ancient Eastern wisdom and we combine it together to create a a new way of being. So we have this new way of working and Agile is pointing to that. Teal organizations, that's what what that is. It's It's a new way of working in the world. And in order to do that, you have to have a new mindset. You have to have a new way of thinking and a new way of being. So we're helping leaders and leaders in all walks, meaning coaches, managers, executives, anybody to to help them to show up in a different way this new way of being so we're looking at belief systems we're looking at behaviors 
we're looking at how we just come to work that day and in, in the interrelationships that we have with other people and then how we're dealing with complexity and organizational systems and change, that's what we're dealing with. How do we, how do we show up in complexity and how can we be open and work in those very complex situations in a way that's effective and sustainable and to help an organization or a team flourish? Awesome. Both of you have talked about teal organizations. So some of us in the industry are familiar with that, but for the listeners who may not know what a teal organization is, can one of you touch on that? Yeah. So teal organizations are... It's a trap. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) It's not a trap. Organizations (laughs) that operate in a very different way in business as usual. They offer in ways where it's all focused around people who have an extraordinary sense of connection with the purpose of the organization where um, there's either no hierarchy or the hierarchy has been put in the background to give a place where everyone can step up and contribute their best. Um, a place where the whole person's welcome. It's not like you put on your work mask. And so it's a way to unlock the human potential workers. And when we unlock the human potential workers, of course our organizations get incredible performance. So it's just kind of basic common sense. The problem is we're so deeply conditioned by our families and society to work in different ways that it just seems like a distant dream. What we give people, no matter where they are in their journey, whether they're working in more traditional organization, they're sort of somewhat progressive, they're very progressive. We give them something that fits no matter where they are in their their culture journey, we call it that. Very practical things that will help them shift and accelerate their journey. And that's another, I guess, a uniform access. We've had people working in teal companies who've gotten significant, what they call teal companies, significant benefit, because we're giving them that, like a, a recipe, if you will. You actually have a step-by-step playbook we give people move to high performance, the doing and the being and all that. We give people a very practical set of things they can do to start shifting behaviors, which represent the culture, which allow us to do different ways of working. We also understand that most people are in organizations where they're doing business as usual, or Frederick Lalu calls it a red organization. Or orange. Or an orange. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's very command and control. And we, we help you to understand that even though you're in that environment, you can still show up as a different way of being, with a different mentality, with a different way of working, and how to navigate that culture and that organization yeah it's not like the, we're not like this utopian thing of like hey wouldn't it be wonderful you had this thing and it's an impossible we're for going people to, to imagine yeah. right yeah. i mean frederick Lou even says in the book like if you're in a traditional organization don't even think about this right so right we've, we've gone beyond that we've actually said that no matter what organization you're in here is the step-by-step of what you can do tomorrow at work without approval without a budget without authority to start creating a more agile organization, a more teal organization immediately. And this stuff is work. We've had, again, we've had like almost a thousand graduates worldwide. We've had incredible case studies of people. So it's not just stuff that I've built in my consulting practice and applied with clients. It's not just stuff that Audrey's brought from her deep experience with personal growth and transformation of leaders. Well, maybe it is. Well, <laughs> Just that. <laughs> right? Well, it's actually having people saying, look, we've applied this and wow, we're getting extraordinary results. On our, on our monthly call with our graduates yesterday, someone was just saying, yeah, you know what? I noticed something. 
when I use the playbook you taught me, I'm getting success. And when I stop following it, I'm starting to see resistance and failure. And it was her reminder to herself. It's like, oh yeah, this stuff really does work when we use it. Well, there's, a, there's something unique I think you just shared. Monthly call with your graduates. Say, say more about that. Oh, that's my baby. Yeah. <laughs> Audrey can talk about that. Well, because we're all on our journey. And this is, it's something that it's progressive. It's not easy. There's, there's, um, there's struggle involved. There's also building community of people, like-minded people, where we can get together. We could learn from each other. We could talk about our struggles. We could talk about the things that work really well, and we support each other. So it's a free call for anybody um, that has gone through our Cal. We have a Cal 1, and now we have a Cal 2 call as yeah. well. Great. It's just a, it's just a free call that, to support each other basically, is what it is. And there's, um, we go through the learning. So it's not just like you get the learning for the two days, and then you're on your own. Right? Yeah. Um, so it's live yeah. with Michael and I, we're coaching people, we're uh, going over the material, if there's go any through real world problems. Right. The last time we were in uh, Minneapolis, uh, with you as hosting the Cal, we came up with um, some teaching that had been there but we expanded on it. And, and so we, we started to, um, we started an evolutionary process in the, uh, the work that we're doing. And so when we go back to the call on that monthly call, we'll say, Hey, we just started talking about this. Yeah. We've always been talking about it, but it's never been explicit. Here's the drawing, right? Yeah. And reinforce what people have learned. We remind them of what they learned to apply it, how to apply it, how to overcome their specific situation. And not only that, we also give them new information because, so, so just to be clear, the level of clarity that we have now after having done 45 Cal ones worldwide is incredible. It's incredible. The level of clarity from having it played through hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of leaders through question after question after question, the, the, the quality bar for our training is extremely high. People are getting incredible insights, incredible shifts in a very, very short period of time. And like, what, what, the funny thing is we have some people who take our Cal one again and they go, Oh, like, interesting. Cause the first time people are going through, there's so much rewiring mm -hmm. going on in their beliefs that are actually limiting their success. That there's just so much information there. Even if people get like, actually if they, even people finish and stop at lunch on the first day, it'll actually have paid for the whole training. That's how much value there is. But even if when they go through the whole thing, when they come back again, they understand there's just so much more depth and richness that people who take it a second time going like, oh my gosh, this is incredible. I've just learned so much more. So. Well, and there's something you said earlier that might be a good thing for us to close with too, because you mentioned that you're getting HR people coming, which is personally fascinating to me because a lot of times, you know, a well-intentioned leader will say, hey, we're going agile, just start sprinting. And then the people in HR don't know how they're supposed to behave or how they're supposed to support people in the organization. So what are your thoughts around um, an organization's HR department understanding that this could really be, Cal One could really be a key aspect in personal development or a growth path if they're trying to create leaders in their organization? Well, because we don't teach uh, 
tactics in, in the actual, we don't teach agile. Right. How to understand and how to work with agile and how to, how to be successful with agile. I'll, I'll, actually, I've got two answers to this. Okay. Number, number one is we actually help people. Well, first of all, we, we very, actually in the first morning, we help people understand why having an agile initiative is actually a recipe for disaster. And go through the, the I mean, it, it sounds heretical, but it actually turns <laughs> out dropping the word agile is actually a critical success factor for success. Dropping the word transformation is also a critical success factor. And so we go into what, like not only, not only the logic of it, but what physically what it feels like in people's bodies, right? So like people go on it. So basically that's why I'm saying even by noon, people are like, minds are just starting to unravel, like, you know, create a space for operating in a very different way. So that's part of it. And I'll add something more on by looking at culture, leadership and organizational change, not thinking these are three different topic areas, but they're actually one topic area. They're actually one thing like an elephant. We approach from different sides. You know, we think it may be something different. Uh, you know, this is the story of the, the blind men approaching an elephant. They think, you know, one thing's like a spear, one thing's like a wall, one thing's like a post, but it's actually just one elephant. Culture, leadership, and organizational change in, 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 the, in, our, in, our, in our class, we help people understand it's just one topic. Okay, so we lost you, Michael. We lost you right after uh, dropping the word agile. <laughs> That scared you. Didn't you? <laughs> it, no. it didn't scare me. In fact, the original title of this podcast was going to be the A word until our research showed that uh, people might think it means something else. And, and Michael, I don't think we actually lost you. I, I think we lost Angela, but I was listening and, and you were still, I'm still recording. So I think yeah, we're I good. Think we lost Angela. That's what I see. It's on my <laughs> I think you're good. Yeah. Okay. But no, uh, I don't say the A word anymore either. In fact, I, I got upset with a leader that I was talking to on the phone. And I said, if you say the A word one more time, I'm hanging up because they just weren't understanding what I was trying to do. And then when we finished our call, our son uh, was at the table and he goes, I'm going to say the A word, agile, agile, agile. So now my son thinks agile is a dirty word, but that's uh, <laughs> right. So um, since you got it all, Michael, did you finish that box? We could pick up there. Did you finish yeah. what you wanted to say? I think it's, I think it's a really interesting topic. Um, the whole agile transformation, agile initiative. We're talking about giving people psychological safety so they can perform at their best. And when we come into an organization and we say, we're changing everything, how we work, how we're structured, how we're organized. We're going to start doing this thing and you're going to have to learn how to do it. And you have no choice. And you have no choice. And <laughs> Crazy. I mean, that's doing ad, the way agile transformation programs are done. This is what we teach people is like totally opposite to what agile is all about. Right. You can do an agile transformation program to get process, but the agile mindset being agile, high performance comes from something very different and what we help people to do is let go of this narrow vision they have people want something great and they're, they're using agile to create something amazing in organizations which is wonderful we applaud that and what we help people do is let go of this almost this narrow view of agile to connect what their bigger dream is and, we, and when a leader does that when a coach does that when they connect to their bigger dream of what they want to create 
then we unlock incredible potential. Then we unlock incredible success and requires this baggage. When I said this deconditioning, letting go of stuff, part of this letting go of stuff is this narrow view. I call it the agile blinders. It's like we're a horse wearing blinders and we can't see everything that's going on. When we take off the agile blinders, suddenly we can see everything that's happening and make moves that are intelligent and effective. That's why the HR department, a legal department, the um, everybody regulatory department. They love this because they go, oh my gosh, you're finally talking language that makes sense to us. We get agile now. We want yeah. it. Now we want How it. How do we work with you? Yeah. Them? Great. Let's get started. Yeah. We're in. That's right. what we, the biggest resistors turn into the biggest supporters because those resistors are resisting what I call, you know, well-intentioned but badly executed agile transformation. And those resistors are actually right on the money saying this is not, a, this doesn't, this, this sounds wrong, this smells wrong. They're absolutely right. And what we do, what they do is they get validated and they say, oh my gosh, you're right. I, there's those people trying to do something good. And wow, if we do it this other way, we're actually all working on the same thing. We actually all want success for a company. We want success for ourselves. Oh my gosh. And it's creating peace and harmony in organizations. Most organizations are in a high state of conflict. What we help people do is create alignment, the alignment and the harmony for that's needed for success, for lasting success, not like the usual agile transformation, which is the, the industry norm. Push the boulder uphill for 18 months, three years, and then have people slip and have the energy move and the boulder rolls down and crushes all the people. That's the norm for agile transformation in industry. It's a disaster. And what we're trying to do is save lives. Save agile. Yeah. <laughs> Everything we're teaching is aligned with the agile manifesto. Right. People, instead of looking at teams, look at the organization, look at the individual. So we are looking forward to having you guys back in the Twin Cities of Minneapolis and St. Paul, September 13th and 14th for Cal One. For more information, we can have folks visit your website, Agile. Uh, I'm going to screw that up. Agilitrix. I'm going to pick that up. We can have people visit your website, which is agilitrix.com, A-G-I-L-I-T-R-I-X.com or Collaborative Leadership Team's website, which is shortened to coleadteam.com. Michael and Audrey, thank you so much for being on Ignite Agility today. Thank you so much. We look forward to coming to Minneapolis. Yeah. Very excited. And it's been a pleasure talking to you here. We love having conversations like this. Great. Thank you.